This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You can follow us when betting on some of these baseball games. It actually means something. It's a meaningful stretch in Major League Baseball right now for a lot of these teams. So let's start with a big series in the American League as we have the Astros and the Orioles squaring off in Baltimore. We've got Houston minus 115, Baltimore minus 105, total of nine and a half runs. Hunter Brown goes for the Strohs, eight and seven with a 407 ERA, facing Dean Kramer, who's 10 and four despite a 461 ERA. I feel like his win-loss record and his ERA are the microcosm of the Baltimore Orioles because it feels like they don't have great starting pitching, but it doesn't seem to matter because it feels like the Orioles can hit their way out of just about anything. So this game's pretty close to a pick with the uh, Orioles' slight underdogs here. PJ, I know you're a big O's fan. Didn't you go to the game last night? What's your read on this one? Yeah, I did, and I did, and it wasn't great. Um, So, Chelsea, we got some history. We have some history on the line in today's game. I don't know how this isn't more of a national story because it's 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 ridiculous. The Orioles have not been swept in their less in their last seventy five series. I mean, think about that seventy five straight series. They haven't been swept in a series that is two or more games, and uh, that is on the line today because the Astros have won the first two games of the series. That's the longest streak since World War II. So it's been a long time we've seen a team go this many series without getting swept. And that's why the Orioles have been so good, and that's why they're the top team in the American League because they don't go on 11 or 12-game winning streaks, but they don't go on six- or seven-game losing streaks either, and they kind of stay pretty steady throughout the year. So it's a big game today to try and avoid the sweep. The Astros have already won the series, but it's big to try and get a win today. You mentioned Dean Kramer, high ERA, but the win-loss record's good. The O's have actually won the last five starts straight up when he takes the mound. So good things tend to happen. The O's money has seemed to pour in. Last night, the Astros, I think, were like minus 125, minus 120. Now they're down to minus 115. So maybe people are are seeing the Orioles stat about not getting swept and they're buying in a little bit. They're seeing how good they've been without Dean. Trista, or uh, Chelsea, I just think that what we've seen recently is – you know, obviously with the Kevin Brown and the John Angelo story, you know, it's just since the Orioles haven't been swept in their last 75 series and kind of the bad vibes around Baltimore right now, it just kind of feels like maybe they're going to get swept. So I am a little worried. I am a little nervous. I kind of think the Astros win today. So PJ, do you think they can actually mention this stat on the broadcast? That would be my question. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that it'll be mentioned <laughs> a bunch of times, a bu- especially from the Houston think so? side. It's a oh. negative stat. Like, nah, yo, you that's know, true. The, the controversy surrounding the Orioles yeah. broadcast is that you can't mention anything negative about the organization. How do you that's tiptoe true. around this? I guess you could paint it in a positive light, but still, yeah, <laughs> I feel nervous. That's, that's a good question. I, I don't know. They'll, I think they would have to mention it at some point, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go about it. Maybe it's just a thing with the Rays. You just can't mention the Rays' dominance over the Orioles. Because remember going into this series, didn't it feel like a big series for the Orioles? A young team that doesn't have a ton of postseason experience. So when you face teams that are at the top of the American League, teams like the Rays, which I remember like a month ago, they said, oh, we went to Tropicana Field and it felt like a playoff environment because we're playing one of the best teams in the American League. 
didn't this series kind of have that vibe to it before we had all this other like off the field nonsense? Definitely. And it was a, it was a series. The biggest thing is, you know, it was a good test for the Orioles because even though they have the best record in the American League, they've been playing the best baseball of anybody recently. The Astros are obviously still the team to beat. They're the standard in the American League. They're the defending champions. And even though Houston could sweep Baltimore today, Chelsea, I honestly still think the Orioles are the better team. With all that being said, though, Houston is obviously still the team to beat going in Mm -hmm. to the postseason. But I think one through nine, the Orioles lineup's better. I think their bullpen's better. Houston obviously has the advantage with starting pitching, but that Orioles lineup, they're deep. They have like 11 or 12 everyday players on their bench. You know, Houston's one through four. Like, I'm watching that game yesterday, Chelsea. I'm like, Altuve leading off, Bregman two, Alvarez three, Kyle Tucker four. Like, that's just absurd. That one through four. But then five through nine, I mean, there is a drop-off. Whereas Orioles one through nine, I mean, it's pretty solid throughout that lineup. So that's the thing. I mean, Houston's top four hitters, it's just, I mean, it's insane how good they are. And then obviously their starting pitching's very good. Their bullpen's solid. And they just know how to win, especially in these big series in this time of year. But I, I still think the Orioles roster is really good. I still think there is a reason that they have a top record in the American League, especially with that division that they play in. But uh, it's going to be big, big game for them today. Try and avoid the sweep, get some momentum going. They still do have to play a series at Houston this year. So you, you do want to feel like you can beat this team heading into that series in a couple weeks. Um, so big game today. I'm excited to see how the, uh, how the Orioles re- respond. I'll push back a little when you say the Orioles are the better team because I think in the regular season, you're absolutely correct. But you've also got to remember the Astros don't have Michael Brantley right now. And also they have the postseason experience. So if we're talking about a regular season, and that's where I think I draw the line for the Orioles is I think they're a great regular season team. I think Mm -hmm. the pitching will probably catch up to them uh, in the postseason. But if we're talking about this specific game, I think I'd lean towards the Orioles because if you think it's basically a coin flip, which I do think it is, you look at the starting pitcher matchup, maybe Hunter Brown has the edge there, but also the Orioles have a good bullpen too. Uh, their lineup, I think, is a touch hotter than the Astros, although I'll say the Astros, 4-1 and one in their last five games, feels like they know the postseason is around the corner. They're like, oh, guess we better turn it on. Uh, a la the Golden State Warriors. They're like, oh, guess we better start playing well now that the postseason's right around the corner. Uh, But I think in this game, I'll take the Orioles at a coin flip because the Orioles have been great at home. Also, they've been great as underdogs this year. One of the best underdog teams in all of baseball, 32-26 and when they are underdogs. So I'll take a shot on the O's. Uh, Let's go to the Braves and the Pirates. Uh, Braves, big favorites in this one, minus 210. Pirates plus 170, total of 10 runs. Bryce Elder gets the ball for Atlanta. He is 8-3 and three with a 3-4-3 ERA, facing Bailey Falter, who is 0-7 with a 4-8-7 ERA. PJ Glasser filling in for Jinx. PJ, I feel like this is going to be a very popular parlay piece. Is there a way to play this game, in your opinion? Yeah, I'm not I'm not taking a side. Day games, especially with big favorites, always worry me. You just kind of never know where the head's at, right? Especially when we're at this point in the season. The Braves have already won two games. It's it's a getaway day. It's it's early. It's an afternoon game. I'm just gonna take another over. Chelsea, the the over is three and oh in this series. We know how ridiculously good that Braves offense is. The Pirates have been scoring runs in this series as well. So you combine that with the fact that 
They're going to be playing during the day. It's going to be hot. The ball's probably going to be flying a little bit. I'm going to take another over in this game today. So I, I'm with you. It's obviously the Braves are obviously going to be popular today. People are going to throw them in on the money line in a parlay or something like that. But I, I just I get a little nervous in these day games taking big favorites. So I uh, I'm just going to ride with the over. It's been three and zero so far between these two teams, and I think it's got another good chance of hitting today. I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe you can take the Braves in the first five. Because I do think Bryce Elder really wants to get back on the right track. Coming off a start in which he gave up five earned runs against the Cubs. Otherwise, it's been a great season for a young guy in Bryce Elder, who I think needs to round into form uh, going into the postseason. Because you always have questions about the young pitchers. Even though he's had an incredible season, you wonder if he has uh, the link to go an entire season. And also, the link to go an entire postseason, because that's where expect Atlanta to be. So I think there is some motivation for Bryce Elder to go out there and try to have his best stuff here against the Pirates. But I'll say this. These games have been close between these two teams. Uh, first game in the series, the Pirates actually won 7-6. Like you mentioned, all these pretty high scoring as well. Uh, Braves winning the second game 8-6. to And then yesterday, a final score of 6-5 to with the Braves winning that one. So buyer beware on the Braves run line as well. They have not been great at covering the run line at home this season. Uh, you're listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM as we run down our baseball bets. Uh, and up next, we have the Guardians and the Blue Jays. Toronto minus 140, Cleveland plus 115, total of nine and a half runs. Alec Manoa gets the ball for Toronto. He's three and eight with a 5.72 ERA. And it's Noah Syndergaard pitching for the Guardians, who's one and four with a 7.16 ERA. This would have been a great pitching matchup like maybe a couple of years ago, but Noah Syndergaard has not found his stuff this year. Alec Manoa has had some decent ones, but still it's not been a, a season to remember for uh, the Blue Jays pitcher here. PJ, we know that the under has been hot in the series, but man, these two pitchers, what's your <laughs> feeling on the Blue Jays and the Guardians today? You know what? You know what's funny, Chelsea, is when I first saw Noah Syndergaard listed today for the Guardians, my third, my first thought was, man, he's a really good play in immaculate grid these days, right? Like all the different teams that he's played for. That's that's how my brain's working now. Do you play immaculate <laughs> grid at all? Have you? I've played never that? heard of it. Never what heard of the it? immaculate grid. Oh, I got to tell you about it no. at the break. It's uh, yeah, I'll I'll tell you about it. But um, Syndergaard obviously is a journeyman now, nowhere near what he was when he was with the Mets. One nothing game last night, I think against Syndergaard today, the Blue Jays' bats wake up. He's given up five earned runs or more in four of his last six starts. Toronto plus 120 today to go over five and a half earned runs, so I kind of like that. I also like yes run first inning. It is minus 135, so maybe shop around a little bit so you can get a better price. But with these two pitchers, you mentioned Manoa 5.72 ERA, Syndergaard 7.16 ERA. Both of these guys really struggling this season. I think the Jays' bats especially will score some runs today. Um, so I do like that plus money at over five and a half earned runs for the team total for Toronto. I think you just take the Blue Jays on the money line here. Doesn't it feel like a, a cheap price for the much better offense that has the easier pitching matchup? Because I'll say this about Alec Manoa. It's not been a great season, but his last few have actually been decent. A quality start against the Red Sox, only three earned runs over six and two-thirds. Against the Angels, he didn't go deep in that game, but he only gave up one earned run over four and a third. So especially against this light-hitting Guardians lineup and they're throwing Noah Syndergaard, give me the Blue Jays, minus 140. Are you going to talk me off of it? 
No, I like it. Toronto's rolling right now. They're playing really good baseball. I, uh, if I had to pick a side, I would take Toronto as well. All right, speaking of fadeable pitchers, Patrick Corbin was that guy for a long time. He's pitching for the Nationals today against the Phillies. Washington plus 200, Philly minus 250, total of nine runs. Aaron Nola gets the ball for the Phillies. Man, coming off a no-hitter night, do you think the momentum continues for the Phillies here, or how do you play this one? So I actually think after getting no hit, the Nationals bats will wake up a little bit today. So I like Aaron Nola over five and a half hits allowed at minus 110. I also think we're getting an over. I think today's going to be a higher scoring game. You have, you have Patrick Corbin pitching, so you have to like that for the over. And then uh, Aaron Nola as well. So I like the over nine. It is juiced a little bit minus 120, but I think that's a good play. I think the Nats hit up Nola a little bit as well. Um, and then throw Lane Thomas to get a hit in a parlay after getting no hit yesterday you feel like the leadoff hitter is going to get a base hit to start the game today right so throw that into a parlay yeah he's also a pretty solid hitter i'll say this about the Nats: they have a top 10 batting average in baseball i believe over the last month Uh, obviously not last night but maybe they can turn things around today for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts